This is Quiet Fire, a program about the spiritual life of Abraham Lincoln and its relevance to us today. Welcome. This is Duncan Newcomer. Here's a quote about Lincoln for you. The feminine side of Lincoln's leadership included his openness to diverse points of view and his empathy for ordinary people whom he encountered. This quotation is from a public policy book entitled Science and Business Leadership. This is not where you'd expect to find references to Lincoln, especially citing his feminine side and his relevance to foreign policy issues of defense, diplomacy, and development. But there it is in a footnoted statement in an article entitled Leveraging Public-Private Partnerships in a world with many non-state players, unquote. We know that Lincoln was smart, but was he smart enough to qualify for policy analysis of non-governmental economic development in the early 21st century? No. It's more than just his head smarts that got him on these pages. It is his heart and soul, aspects of his spiritual life, that keep being treasured for the promises of America. Most of us have not thought that Lincoln had a feminine side or what that means, nor that he might as much do that might have much to do with his spiritual life, nor that his feminine spiritual side would have anything to do with governmental strategies, strategies for State Department programs on defense and diplomacy. We are not the first to notice that Abraham Lincoln had a feminine side. The men who photographed Lincoln the most, Matthew Brady and Alexander Gardner, were of a mind not to photograph Lincoln from the left side. It was Brady, I believe, who stated that Lincoln looked feminine on this weak side and that his right-sided profile showed the determined strength of purpose that 19th century masculinity so prized. Only in what was long thought to be the last photograph of Lincoln was his left side featured, where we see all the gentle sweetness that was the residue of his overwrought agonies and labors. In what may be Alexander Gardner's last photograph of the living Lincoln, there is reconciliation in his face. There was reconciliation in his heart and in his soul, it longed for national reconciliation. Now, this writer on international diplomacy and development writes that Lincoln goes beyond what is called, quote, bargain leveraging, beyond transactional deal-making, to something called resource leveraging, cultivating, nurturing, developing the resources that are there more like a mother with a child, less like a businessman. Lincoln's ethics go beyond promoting rights and restraint. He becomes an ethic of, his becomes an ethic of care to bind up the nation's wounds. But it isn't just nurture and care, he writes. It is a feminine openness to ordinary people. Lincoln used to drive his staff crazy by spending many of his long days meeting with ordinary people who came to him in the White House, the executive mansion, for help. 
Jesus also drove his disciples crazy by immersing himself in the crowds who came for words of truth and healing. Lincoln called these mash pits of need his public opinion baths. Not only was he helping them, they were helping him by telling him what the people needed and what they were thinking and feeling. The poet David White has also written on economic policy and Lincoln as an advisor to Fortune 500 companies, as well as being the Anam Kara, the soulmate of so many lovers of his poetry. This is what David White says. In Lincoln, Walt Whitman intuited someone who was neither claimed by the chaos of the wave nor chained by the stability of dry land. Someone living at the cliff edge of the whole nation. Lincoln seemed to be steering the country, writes David White, even as he was conv- it was convulsed by civil war. Even in difficulty, the president seemed awake, present, alert. We need not try to get Lincoln back. Rather more, quote, we need no longer want captaincy to be static and concentrated in single personalities, but movable and available, a provenance of our own. So writes David White. The author of the Battle Hymn of the Republic, Julia Ward Howe, wrote that Lincoln had that feminine quality. He could attach with his steel-like strength to one solid place, but be flexible to move and attach the other end to many goals, ideas, people, actions, and plans. That is a flexibility and strength that we, Captain Bereft but Able, can have to hold us in honor, down even to the latest generation. This is Duncan Newcomer, and this has been Quiet Fire, The Spiritual Life of Abraham Lincoln.